Right, I have the pleasure of having uh, Kent's number one bowler and um, Aussie, Mitch Clayden, who's um, played with Kent for quite a few years and uh, we've just got a bit of a podcast with him today. So uh, I'd just like to say, uh, happily married. Let's talk about that first. Obviously married last year, so uh, what's married life like? Yeah, not very different to be honest. I uh, had a lovely wedding out in Australia with all my family and friends from Oz and we had good support from England. I think there was four of the Kent lads come over that were over there playing cricket, so it timed in quite well with that. And the wife's family and then my relatives all come over, so it was a lovely weekend. Awesome as well. I see there was you jumping from trees and everything. And Yeah, uh, well, they've had uh, weddings at the venue for five years and there's always been a flying fox there. And no bride has ever done it. And they said they try every time to get a bride to do it. And Gemma, being as crazy as she is, uh, looked around and there she was up the tree in a wedding dress with a harness on and jumped off. So then I was told that I had to do it because she'd done it. So <laughs> I went second. So she uh, she obviously wears the ring then at the moment. Yeah, 100%. She, <laughs> she does, I follow. Yeah, fair play like we all do. Right, moving on to like the season, obviously um, what your hopes are for the season. We've had a bit of an indifferent start. I mean, the, the massive injury list has been ridiculous. I mean, the amount of injuries to a cricket team within a sort of short amount of time as well. Obviously a bit of bad luck there. So just a bit about that and what we can hope for for the future. The yeah, season, well, yeah. you know, I think the, the start of the season, the four-day stuff, we, we've won a game and lost a game. And to be honest, that game at Somerset, we were in that game for, it was a three-day game with a washout on the first day, but we are in that game for two days and an hour. And we had one bad hour. Um, you know, that's first division cricket. You, you battle away and you slog it out. And, you know, they had a good hour when we are chasing 200. Um, you know, so we could have easily been two from two there, and the white ball campaign hasn't gone as we would have liked. Um, you know, we can all sit there and say about the injuries, and yes, we've had a lot, but our execution, our skill probably hasn't been good enough, if we're absolutely honest. Um, you know, even with all the injuries, we probably still still could have played a little bit better, but you know, it's part and parcel. We are having a tough time with injuries. It seems every day someone gets injured doing something, so. You know, if we get to through today's family day without an injury, we'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, but I've seen that there's a couple of little young bowlers, I think, that we could uh, sign up as yeah, well. Yeah, I think they're that, quite handy, aren't they? That, and they're our, fit as well, so that's, that's good. That's our it? next, looking at that, this, this is an open day, but it's actually a trial on that speed gun and I'm <laughs> Give them a bit of a chance to actually bowl for Kent then. Yeah, so there's a trial out for that. So, um, yeah, so what about your hopes personally for the season going forward as well? You've had a little injury yourself, so what was that, a little back injury? Yeah, just a little bit of a back spasm. I've had it before and it normally takes sort of four or five days to get over. And it did again this time at Stranger. just woke up and literally couldn't move. Um, and it sort of eased off over two days. Within four days I was back bowling. But it's the sec- third time I've had it actually. Um, so I was just monitoring that and keeping on top of it as much as I can. Yeah. You know, I'm not getting any younger. Um, I'm 36 now and fast bowling is quite demanding so um, you know hopefully that little niggle's behind me and I can press on now. Excellent yeah so what, what about the team as well because what the plans obviously we go going to begin the season and target getting promoted to Division 1 was a fantastic achievement as well and is there a much difference between the Division 2 and Division 1 do you think? Or? Uh, you know uh, there's, a, there's a big stigma around Division 1, Division 2 I think the obvious things are the pitches you play on are consistently probably a little bit better than you play on in Div 2 uh, the depth in squads, people seem to have injuries and stuff that can replace that with quality. Um, and, you know, it's it's yeah, there's probably a little bit of a difference, if we're honest, in the bowling front. And your margin for error with the ball is that little bit smaller. It's definitely a bit stronger intensity, and we've seen that at Somerset. Um, you know, but uh, I, we can compete in this division. It's no problem at all. We're one from two, um, sitting third or fourth at the moment, two games in. We just need to go out there and I don't think we need to try and survive, we need to win. Um, if we can have that mentality and pick up a couple of wins along the way, we'll be okay. 
Brilliant. Okay, and moving on to Ollie Robinson as well. Obviously, a youth academy product for Kent as well. He's um, he's set the ground alight as well, hasn't he? With his, his batting as well. Yeah. His wicket keeping. What's your thoughts? Is because it's you need that connection between the youth players coming through, and if they're good enough, they need to play, don't they? So. Yeah, definitely. I was lucky enough to have Ollie out in Sydney with me all winter at my club, where I grew up playing all my career, and they had Ollie Pope there last year, and Robbo come over this year, and they were all very impressed with him as a person and as a cricketer. Um, and he's come back and. You know, we've got competition for places in that area. You've got Adam Rouse, who's done fantastically mm. when, he, when he's been given the opportunity. And obviously, uh, Bilbo is a keeper as well. Then you've got young Jordan Cox, another keeper batter coming through. But Robert, you know, you can't fold him. He's taken his opportunity with both hands and he's put his case forward and he's sort of cemented himself in the four-day side. And now he's sort of playing as a bat in the one-day side and doing a good job. So, you know, it's a huge part of that, you know, trying to bring people through your academy and into the first team and we've been lucky enough with over the last few years since my time here with Zach, now Ollie and young Jordan Cox, so, you know, it is bringing kids through. Yeah, excellent as well. So personally about you for this season as well and maybe in the future, but let's talk about this season. You've got any goals or aims? Obviously, obviously keep fit, it's the first one. Yeah. But any, do you set yourself targets of how many wickets or? No, I don't, no? I don't, I don't like to ever do that because I think then if you... Too much pressure on yourself. And if you go under that, you almost see it as a failure. So, you know, if I can play 75% of games across all forms and, and I'm quite lucky enough to have that role in that I can play red ball and both white ball um, and and you know be more just of a leader we've got quite a young attack now um, and you know I've been fortunate enough to play for 14 years now I think it's my 15th year so if I can pass on anything to a young group of bowlers um, you know I, I like to do that fair play and also on Jonathan Trott as well because we, we seem to be getting a really good coaching structure as well I mean starting from Walks and then getting the likes of Alan Donald in for the last couple of years and Jonathan Trott Kent's the end of the world isn't it compared to the rest of the country yeah. so um, having those kind of quality kind of um, experienced people has come in has Jonathan Trott had a lot, lot of influence so I know it's more the one day specialist side of it yeah, but it's yeah. got to be good for Kent and it's got to be for the good for the changing room it's, it's good for Kent it's good for changing it's good for everyone you know, the young batters to feed off someone like Jonathan Trott who has been there and done that at the international level is probably one of the better number threes that England's ever had. Um, he's been a good calming influence around the group and you know, just expresses the message that Walks has given these young guys for years, just just back yourself. You know, and that's all about it. he's come in with the exact same attitude. Obviously Al's been here for a couple of years and, you know, someone has his experience and what he done in the game, passing on his knowledge to 